I'm your host, Rocco. I'm Adam. And I'm Dan. Ranting and raving without a sound plan. Often political guaranteed crash. This is Critical Mass. All right, folks. This is part two of season XX episode two. We're going to pick right up where we left off as we discuss AI and its role on the creative arts. That's right. They don't realize there's people painting these landscapes. There's people creating what they're using. The and, unreal. And, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, oh my all, God. All, you know, and, and again, like, you know, we talk about, they're, they're like, oh, well, AI is already taking away uh, you know, jobs in the in the Hollywood world because people they shoot in the void. Well, that's not true. There's people who build sets on top of the void, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like look at the look design at the, the void too, right? And and people who design the void. So at the end of the day, it's like there's 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 human. There's you got to keep mm. it. You got to keep it there. Yeah. But you the know, real question is, guys, in the future, will we still be able to harness the power and productivity? and all these other things of ai and at the same time like you're describing human interaction as well mm-hmm. well i think the fear is that eventually ai will become so powerful that we won't notice and we won't have a choice that's the yeah, real but fear. you're talking about yeah but but you're talking about like yes. ai becoming sentient that's what you're talking about it having a conscious yeah. it knowing you're talking about you're talking about vision or what about right just it being you're talking so about vision from the event no it's a, it's a, it can never be that good that's the problem there. that's a mathematical equation that i don't, I don't know anybody's going to solve it i don't think anybody's mm. going to be able to you know when they talk about like like oh they had to turn off google's like that kind of shit you know like oh artificial intelligence that the shit that's learning right like kind of like what what they used in 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 spider-man into the uh, across the spider-verse right Mm -hmm. the learning the learning ai for to create the sequence to continue to help create the sequence as it goes through right like Mm -hmm. right like it learns from the previous sequence what it needs to do in the next one so Mm -hmm. the artist can move faster right so he doesn't have to fill in all the back like it just it's like oh there's a fucking skyscraper here building here like and it starts to build that background and they start to give us the foreground right so therefore not there's not a fuck it's a learning ai right but it can't do it by itself it needs yeah. its predecessor yeah. to learn to move forward right it needs, yeah. it needs a database it needs right. something to draw from it has to pull from something it can't it, what we don't have is vision who wakes up and is like oh i am right, right. i am right no there isn't so that. the same the, so the let's, day that let's it becomes i am well then well then, well then, yeah, the whole world's fucked. Or let it, it maybe it's the next John Lennon. He can write all the songs that are going to bring the world together. Right. Who knows? But it's going to then, then at that point, whatever that thing that is, yeah. that's true artist. That's true creation because that has become in itself a living thing. Once you can tell who you are, right? right. A gorilla doesn't know it's a gorilla, motherfucker. We know it's a gorilla. Yeah, yeah. When you put the gorilla in front of the mirror. He doesn't, he's not in there like oh, he punches it. He punches <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, he's like, fuck you. No, they're really they're they they're aggressive because they're like, what the fuck is this? And they punch it. Um so, but my so point, again, my other point yeah. is that you know, you talk about it it being in the hands of humans, databases, we're the ones that control it. But mm-hmm. there's a lot of bad motherfuckers out there. 
And one of these AI experiments they were trying to do is they let AI just try and build or create something online. And it got to the point where um, it said, are you a robot? And it, it could not get past that prompt. Mm-hmm. So it put out an ad on Craigslist. The AI. The AI did. For a human being to answer the ad and then press I am not a robot for it. I heard about this. That, I mean, I'm not talking about that as a scary angle. I mean, there are humans out there who are fucks and are willing to do stupid shit. Yeah. So this is an incredible tool, and part of, part of the fear is, okay, will it become sentient? And realistically right now, no. I don't think so. But the other half of that fear is that a tool like this in the wrong hands, who knows? Once it gets, yeah. uh, once it gets intersected with something dangerous, the controls right. of something dangerous, or of course, someone dangerous. straight away we go, nukes. Well, yeah, and then you've yeah. got the 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 scariness. Yeah, I was gonna say deep fake stuff. Yeah. Where you've got le- world leaders as in deep fakes saying mm-hmm. or doing things that literally never happened, or folks arguing deep fakes for things that did happen for people mm-hmm. that vote. Like my my wife's grandmother is such a sweet lady, but she's so naive. If she saw a deep fake on the internet mm-hmm, where, mm-hmm. you know, Biden was saying, okay, I fit the nuclear button, we're all gonna die. She would she would believe it. She would mm-hmm. shit her pants. Do you know what I'm saying? There's yeah, so many that, elderly out there but, that are but, so but naive also, that they would see right, something but there's like also, that and be like, <clears throat> We also have companies who are who are working on 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 you know protecting us right and 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 identifying these things too so mm-hmm. i think that I th- again it's here pandora's box is open and now yeah. we and now we and now we need to adapt and we need to adapt on the fly right mm-hmm. so but but again you know i think it's all answered if 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 you're more if you have a moral compass that is anywhere aligned with like just a, like you know a north star a generally good person like you know like if you're just <clears throat> a normal good person then you should understand that number one, it's a technology like any technology and we're going to fucking, we're going to, we're going to use it and we're going to, and it's going to be used against us. Right. Because I know you guys can't see me, but I'm waving my fucking phone to the camera because this is a thing that at the end of the day is a window into our lives Mm -hmm. and we use it every day and we allow it, we, we allow it to be. So again, you know, selective outrage is funny, but yeah, in this case, in this case, I think that we all that there's a little bit of fear and there's a little bit of uh, in terms of curiosity, in terms of, of AI. And I think yeah. that it's it's only going to get more and more interesting. Uh, the debate is, I think. But it, all in all, like I said, I think if you're an artist who is who who, who dons the word creator. Right. Yeah. You can't be using AI, not for your ideas. Right. Not for yeah. your uh you know synopsis none of that stuff maybe like i said a storyboard you know something like that to just kind of you know get your imagination sparked yeah at the end of the day turn that off there there once it's once the appetite's wet then then go off and and hire somebody and say hey look this is what i'm looking for you know what i'm saying yeah. and, and have i gotta screen. say too man in terms of even music um you were talking about prompts before sizzle reels in terms of music for a long time, I would just use drum loops because I don't play drums. And then as soon as I took a few drum lessons, you know, and just was like, 
I just started being like, okay, well, now the drums sound good enough, even though they're fake, they were, I can actually start creating drums. So even mm-hmm. when I had the option as an artist to use somebody else's, you know, free work or free source work as a prompt, I still felt the need to go deeper in more of this direction of what I could do as a human. Yeah. Musically. Like the drums that I have for the theme song, it's like that stuff I programmed. It yeah, wasn't right. like this is boilerplate what comes with this. You know, so yeah. there's just there's an internal push mm. where again you can use this stuff as a little bit of a prompt, but there's this internal push to try and get better at what you do or try yeah. to explore and expand beyond. So if you're just doing boilerplate stuff, whether it's if it's formulaic or it gets boring for the audience, it gets boring for you. There was a podcast um, where these cavemen, it was about 4,000 years ago, yeah, yeah. were like, they were <laughs> in the in the deep caverns of Lascaux, France, were painting, um, you know, cattle and, and all kinds of animals on the walls. Mm-hmm. And then someone, they were talking about the invention of a, of a paintbrush. And these guys on the podcast from 4,000 years ago were like, <laughs> which translates to... <laughs> No, this this is going to destroy art, you know. Right, because they right. were no. using what happened to all the blood and feces. Now we right. have to use this. Like yeah. I worked I mean, hard. We use, for, we use our natural. Hands. We use our hands. It's um, ruin I think, art. I think. I think. Honestly speaking, man, like there was there was a. I, I think there's always been a boogeyman. There's always been. Mm-hmm. There's yes, always been. And, our, and, and there's always been the next thing that you know. I saw a video the other day that I I I, I lost the laughing because it encapsulates our country so well. It's a video of when they passed the law that you can't, you couldn't drink and drive. Oh, right? Dan, I saw this. Dan, you it. posted this. You posted this, yeah. Dan. Yeah, they and, were so uh, mad. There were these people in the south. They were so fucking pissed. They, they were, <laughs> you know. And it's like it's like one of my favorite comments was, you know, it's beginning to be a communist country when 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 you got to have a seatbelt. and they're telling you when you can and can't have a drink. I mean, soon we're going to be a communist country. Yep. And I thought. What a leap! Yeah. What a leap that that they oh, put in a de- they put in a device to help save your life, yeah. and you think it's constricting. They they tell you, hey, this 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 beverage impairs your ability to drive, mm-hmm. yeah. right? To make decisions. Let's take this away because listen, if you're doing this and doing this, it's not going to end well. And well, and that's, the, that's the libertarian's brass. argument. Oh, I don't like the government telling me what I can and can't do. Shut the fuck up, you fucking child. Yes, li- libertarian. <laughs> live in a lawless society. Go live in the Wild West 200 years ago. You what do you call idiot. what do you call someone that has no idea how to live in a community? A libertarian. Or, uh, or, they're, they're, or, it's all about themselves. It's so. Or yeah, or just selfish. go go live in the go live in the Arctic Circle or right. where the fuck you know, so that fucking Nat Geographic could have a show on you and just. Right. You know, husky your way back and forth to go, fucking, you know, going to enjoy loneliness. Go to spring enjoy loneliness. Exactly. Go to Springwater, New York and fucking find a plot of land. And and you'll you know, God, they, they're all, just, you know, inbred whatever. backwoods people. Anyway, um so, wow, no one Adam, Dan, you guys no, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Is it a reference? I don't understand the reference. I'll that just smile at a wash over. Sounds good. Um, all right. So let's shift gears then on, on that bad joke um, to a great, you know, to something awesome. Um, Ruben, you are constantly, constantly working. I feel like every fucking time 
every time I'm on Facebook, there's another comic book or another <laughs> something that you're writing. And it's just like, what is happening? I want to know about this. Um, You know, so you've got a lot of stuff on your hot plate right now. Um, Can you kind of like jerk those things off onto our faces a little bit? Yeah, no, for sure. We'll give you the money shot here. Um, I like it. So, so uh, a few things have happened. Um, so I was, we just had uh, two successful King's Kickstarter campaigns. Right. Uh, one for a mature book called um, Astro Witch, and uh, which is, uh, it's kind of like, it's it's this big adventure, popcorny superhero mature book. It, it, it kind of follows the streamer who is tied to the celestial being who's the, the original the, the original sin lust right mm-hmm. embodied by this beautiful aztecian warrior um who was worshiped and it gets all into like you know just like those kinds of uh those kind of like inner nuances but it, it, it's really just fun and, and dirty and full of sex and um and i get to kind of play in that sandbox I kind of treated it like if I was writing She-Hulk a little bit in terms of of how I approached it. Uh, The character, you know, the main character, Luna, breaks the fourth wall, um, Astro and her, because it's it's kind of like since they're together, they kind of have like that venomous Mm -hmm. kind of relationship where she's in her body. And like when when it's time to go, she kind of like transforms. So there's that She-Hulk element. Mm -hmm. So it's it's very uh it, it was very tongue-in-cheek in that sense where yeah. i was just like i wanted to kind of play that me, me and casey wanted to play that um kind of angle um and like uh, and then we did a book called don't talk to the dead um which is not much you know it is mature because there's some themes in it that are you know it's horror there's going to be some you know there's going to be some things on there that are going to be pretty hard to see but um you know they're going to be a little violent a little scary but um, but very much in the vein of like Stand by Me, it, uh, the Gate, the Goonies, that kind of stuff. Coming of age, very fun, um, very fun. But uh, we were taking a group of kids through hell. Uh, our main character Zion, he uh, he has lost his mom a few years prior to us meeting him, and um, he feels like he's he's forgetting her. So. There's this little occult and weird kind of shop inside this town, inside their town called Nine Gates. And him and his friends sneak in there and they use a Ouija board or what they think is just like a novelty Ouija board to try to talk to his mom. That's right. Don't talk to the dead. Um, and and uh, and they end up summoning a ninth level demon called the Mun. And he he takes half of Zion's soul and then marks him um you know for a life of eternal hell right and uh so of course the owner of the shop knows a little bit about these things and knows a way into hell and knows a way to get maybe get his soul back so we're about to put this group of you know young kids through hell literally and uh so and don't don't talk to the dead is is kind of like my baby as you can see i, I kind of glossed over astro Witch, but don't talk <laughs> to the dead is really uh my baby it's been about two years i brought it to casey about two years ago we were both in the middle i was in the middle of illusion witch he was in the middle of getting um in fairy or not in well we had in fairy and and uh, hollowed but he was getting ready hollowed to come out and um you know it was it was one of those things where we both knew it was going to be something like we knew that we had a great idea we just needed to like give it time we needed to develop it so we spent the next two years kind of writing it and writing it and then we were approached by bad bug to do astral witch and 
we had our trepidations because again, it's a mature book, you know, there's sex and this and that. And, you know, we just, we didn't know if that's what we wanted to kind of be associated with, but then we kind of had a conversation that we both like money. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so it just, it, it became, it became a situation where it was like, you know what, let's, let's write a really great story. Let's write a fun story that has, that also has this game of Thrones was really good. It also had sex and dicks and tits, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Right. So Substance. I felt like, like, yeah. And then, you know, there was things in there. Yeah. Bring substance to it. Um, so, you know, we, we came up with a really fun story, we think, you know, and there's, and, and, and it went really well. I mean, the, the fucking Kickstarter did like $25,000. It was fucking ridiculous. Nice. Um, you know, yeah. don't talk to the dead didn't do as much, but that's because we don't have tits on the front cover, but that's okay. Um, you know, yeah. don't talk to the dead still funded and, and overfunded, but, but in the end it's it tits win. Um, but, uh, but by the that, way, that, hell yeah. If you get a that. copy, you can draw tits anywhere you want. That's what I'm saying. Like if you if you are so inclined, you could draw boobs on you get anyone AI to do it even. Oh yeah, exactly. AI boobs. Exactly. You should see you my can high scan it. Oh my god. Exactly. Exactly. I got a question for Robin. Yeah. Uh, hello, Robin. Uh, you and the long time, time, long time person who's known your name. First time talking to you. Um, right. So uh, for the audience and for me. Now, not having read anything of yours, is there anything, it's a tough question when you're the, you're the creator, but is there anything you would say like, here's a book I did, um, you should check this out first. Like, what's a good inaugural oh, maybe read for you? God. Uh, I, I mean... I didn't I ask you, know. Rocco. I asked yeah, Ruben. I, I mean, um, the illusion... <laughs> so many great razor. things. There's so many great uh, things. La, la, you know, last year was my first like real like, you know published work that wasn't self-published yeah. um so the illusion which is okay. just kind of like my 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 world introduction so to speak my introduction to the world so to speak cool. um yeah. and that's and that's kind of like you know the chronicles of narnia meets life of pi it deals with um like a female illusionist who's like dealing with grief and death and she doesn't know that she's become a really shit person mm -hmm. and or maybe she knows but doesn't care uh anymore yeah. And um, all of a sudden gets sucked into this fantasy world called Sarai and told that she's their hero. And mm -hmm. um, she doesn't really see herself that way. So it's like this whole hero's reluctant hero's journey to like, nice. like self-analyze her inner demons so that she can go fight the real ones that are out there. That's um, cool. So, so yeah, I think that that's a great introduction to my story. Work. We've heard um, a thousand times. Yeah, no, I had. No, no, I wouldn't say that's not true. There's no. three parts, right, Ruben? Five, 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 five there's five issues there's five issues yeah five issues it's yeah. it's good go get it yeah okay. i would i would well, definitely yeah. is that coming now and you a question home. to piggyback off of that is that coming out in trade okay you're gonna have the trade oh, right oh, there oh, yeah. damn it there's and there it is <laughs> the trade oh, is there slick, dude you can, and you can go what to what i'm um, remembering based on casey bowker 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 is when it's the whole series in one correct it's the whole Paid paper it's the whole five issues yep it's the whole five issues in here can i buy um, that anywhere yeah you can you can go on to uh google there's this thing called google no and if you no um if you uh google the illusion witch volume one um, it should come up on Simon and Schuster, and and then, or you can just go to the Simon and Schuster website and type in the Illusion Witch, um, or my name, and the book will come up, and you can have it ordered uh, to your local Barnes and Noble, or you can just have it ordered to your house, mm -hmm. delivered okay. to your house. Um, There's a hot chick who works at the local Barnes and Noble, so I'm definitely getting sent there. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah it's always it's a good thing like you know you could be like i know this guy and that's always great yeah. like just icebreaker it's a good and combo like, i met him one time you know, Do you know how many chicks uh, i've talked to this guy I bring up your name i uh, we're gonna I bleep can... this part of the show from your wife too right okay <laughs> um no Don't i worry, she'll never listen <laughs> that's true <laughs> that's true right that's true. you could probably say whatever you want but um yeah. no i uh i i just yeah, I mean your yeah. book. I mean the Illusion Witch is almost sold out at my local comic shop. There's That's like maybe <clears throat> maybe like two issues left, like total on the shelf. Because every time yeah, I yeah. pass by, obviously I, I I take a look. I like oh, there's another one gone. <laughs> well, the, every time I've gone into the one near me, they don't. They're completely out. Well, that's good. That's I'm good because the... it's it's been a while now. It's been a year now. So you know, I either either they're 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 gone or they're they're collecting dust. Either either way, I cannot. Um, I couldn't be more prouder because it's yeah. it's published work, you know. And you take these steps along the on the way, and you, you know, you have to kind of deal with with the industry in a way that you never thought you were going to, right? Uh, as a writer, yeah. I just want to write, but then I have to become a showman, and I have to become a salesman, and I have yeah. to become a business a marketer, yeah, and, yeah, 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 and I have to become a marketer, and it becomes like this whole thing, and you know, when 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 it comes to indie publishers, right, or really sub indie, because 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 Sumerian is not like an image or a boom studios yeah. where, you know, they're there. It's more sub indie. Um, and, and I don't mean that as a knock. I, it's it's the world that I live well, in. It's right just now, the truth. Right? Yeah. So, <laughs> Self-published sub indie. You know what I'm saying? It's just a, a term. Um, but it's 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 a lot more like pick up basketball games, you know, or pick up baseball game or soft. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like it's pickup huh. sports almost where there is an organization to it, but there's also, it's also fucking chaos where somebody can clip you. And you, you know, if you're able to get up, you're going to have to keep playing, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're, there's nobody there to sub in for you. Right. right? There's, like, no, there's no, so that's, you know, going to find nobody's going to call that foul for you. Yeah, right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. and, um, and the big two would be like the NBA or the NFL. Well, I mean, even even then, I don't know. Like, I've never, yeah, I've, I've never been so lucky, right? So, like Marvel, DC, you know, and you hear horror stories. You've got guys who yeah. created characters that we're all enjoying, who are dying in the hospital, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. um, and and don't have money to pay their bills. So again, I can only imagine that, yeah, probably the big two is probably like playing for the for the professional league, but just as cutthroat, right? Because there's there's as as you know, for sports guys, we know. You know, there's guys who are here then now and then they get hurt and they're gone tomorrow. So it just, you know, and they have no money, you know, and it happens all over. Right. So Danny Trejo is fucking filing for bankruptcy. Motherfucker owes like two million in back taxes. He's been, he's been in over 100 movies. How the fuck does he have no, no money? People misuse and, and don't yeah, and don't protect themselves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like it's there's a little bit of everything. But I think uh, in terms of getting back to sub indie, um, I didn't. Unfortunately, I didn't know what a shit show it was going to be. You know what I'm saying? And I thought that there was going to be a little bit more cohesiveness and a little bit more support. And unfortunately, you know, that didn't happen with the illusion, which, which sucks because I think it's a very deep personal story that I think like if you've experienced death or if you are, have, have gone through just uh, a point in your life where you feel less than who you really should be, I think that it's a story that if you read it by the end of it, you're gonna you you should you should feel like you know what, I'm I'm more than just my scars. I'm more than just yeah. you know the mistakes I've made. You know, hopefully, or you go back and you read it a few times and and you walk away feeling that. that but, those first three pages are a punch to the stomach. 
<laughs> yeah, no, for Spoiler. sure. I, you know, you know, yeah. Um, I remember uh, Mike Zapsik from from the comic book man. You know, he was like yeah. in his review of it, he was like, he was like, you know, the first few pages are are a little heavy handed, but I liked that it was heavy handed because it made you feel something right away. And yeah, it's like, and that and that's exactly what you know. I wasn't there to sugarcoat anything. You know, what I'm I saying? have so, to say, I have to tell you when I saw that clip on Comic Book Men, and they were and they were discussing your book. I thought that was the coolest shit in the world. I was like, holy weird. shit. <laughs> right. Right. And that, and that's, you know, and that happened because of something. That happened because of my deal with Behemoth yeah. and Sumerian. You know what I'm saying? So so it's not all bad. Like, at the end of the day, like, I don't want to sit here and paint, like, this horrible picture. Like, oh, they, you know, whoa, it's me. I'm fucking published. You can find my book on Simon & Schuster. But I think that the business side of things, like, it shows, like, you're, you know, I'm learning very quickly. Like, it's 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 dog eat dog. And you got to fucking, you got to wear a lot of hats. And if you want things to succeed, you know, you're going to have to take it into your own hands. And I think that me and Casey learned that through my experience so yeah. far with Sumerian and with the illusion, Witch, and cause he had a very different experience with keen spot. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of those things where, you know, in some places better than others, the grass is always greener. I feel like in, 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 in some terms, but, but in a lot of ways, the indie comic book world, sub indie comic book world is, is very fucking, you know, on you, you are, yeah. you gotta yeah. be your voice. You gotta be your biggest advocate. You gotta be your biggest fan. So, um, you know, that's why we're trying to elevate and continue to, and, and I've been, you know, I've been allowed these, these, these opportunities, you know, I got to, I got to write a lot of books last year, off world, blue nation, you know, those were books that, that, that people brought to me, me and Casey are writing, you know, uh, the legend of the tooth fairy, tough Larry for, for another mm-hmm. good friend of ours. Um, that's going to be a children's book. That's going to be published through <laughs> lunar. Larry? Um, yeah, tough Larry. Yeah. Yeah. He came to us with the idea. It was, it was very good. Tough Larry tooth fairy. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's it's, fantastic. It's, you, you'll see, you'll see what we're cooking with, but you know, so all of these opportunities became you know came because of because of you know the illusion which and me getting that book and, and getting that yeah. deal but and because else, and because of how much i shared it right right and how much you guys shared how much i was on the podcast um in that year um it changed you're getting a huge in turkey i'm just not um i'm not seeing any of those residual checks rocko rocko promise but whatever we'll talk about that off off here um, <laughs> i have to but, i gotta listen, go reach kenny i gotta go yeah. Weird. Um, but but yeah, man, I think, you know, it, it, guys, I, I, I love that that we're all friends and that we all get to experience this together. And I love that you guys support me as much as you do it. it you know, I tell Casey this all the time. I think, you know, we're only as far as we are and we've become is because we've taken control and because we have such a strong network of people who really believe that yes. we're meant to be doing this and more and you know it's our belief coupled with theirs that actually makes us fly you know and like as dramatic as that sounds um you know it's true i i i i, I wouldn't be nothing without the people around me and you know and that's why i i do load the idea of going in and paying a, a an app when when i found you know people like rodrigo catraca uh, Andrea Erico, people like, like, yeah. like, you know, like PH Gomez, uh, like, like Dave Swartz, you know, those people, you know, those are real artists, people who have families and people who have come, who have come and brought my vision to life. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, man, I'm, I, you know, it's been, it's been great. Well, um, I said all that to come back to the fact that we're with bad bug with don't talk to the dead with Astro, Witch. this is a sub indie label who does mature books and regular books. 
Um, and both sides of it are fucking awesome. They've got great books uh, from Periwinkle to Midnight Highway to now Don't Talk well, to Midnight the Dead. Highway, yeah. Yeah, Midnight Highway is great. Uh, Mike Teener uh, and his wife, Alice Teener, they run that. Uh, there's a great group of guys out there. There's way too many for me to name, but Dave Lance, Scott Wilkie, all of them are, you know, they're, they're amazing people. Mm -hmm. uh, we're all in one chat together. It's been a very supportive group. They don't have distribution through comic books, so Don't Talk to the Dead is going to be very, you know, as you can ask me for a copy type deal uh, for now, we do have plans to get it out there. But for right now, there's other things in the works. Me and Casey, you know, are are on the edge of of, of having a deal Tim. that's probably going to put us on that top five label type type sure. scenario. But but we're, we're still waiting and seeing. Can't really talk too much about it. I hate to fucking cock tease motherfuckers, but it just is what it is. We're on the so precipice hard. of the next level. Of, My cock know. is mad at you. My I know. Are I'm so sorry now. Um, did Adam, did you have another question? No, okay. I Good thought you had motherfucker. God, I thought that I thought got the face he asks one more question. I swear to God, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I just can't do it. Um, anyway, I, before we go to break and come back, um, Ruben, I think I speak for all of us when I say we absolutely believe in you. Um, and I, I wish I, I should be more supportive and I feel like I, I haven't been, so I apologize. No, you're good, man. I, uh, you know, obviously my wife is expecting, so I'm, uh, quite, quite busy right now. You use that excuse for everything. Everything. Why he keeps that. her pregnant all the time. I, I, That's why. Enough period impregnating her too. You know what? People ask me to do oh shit. When we were Get over we were here, at, honey. I have to tell you this. When we were at your house, Dan, Dan's daughter just celebrated her four her her four year old birthday party. Yeah. yeah. And uh, my wife and I were Fourth there, and it was very very hot. It was very hot yes. in Dan's backyard. Very hot. And yep. my wife is she's you know sitting there you know belly you know from being pregnant and she's just <laughs> she's just sweating she's just and she just looks at me and she goes we need to leave now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and i was like yeah okay on. yep i'll make that happen it's <laughs> <laughs> like i was like hey uh dan not that we gotta go <laughs> yeah. just, uh, kind of a nice it's not kind of convenient out with the it's, it's a price great. to pay for it. But yeah. It's I, you know, I, I use it in family functions it's a, now. It's, it's a get out of everything card. No, my wife is pregnant. No, my wife is pregnant. Yeah, Dude, yeah, I'd love yeah. to come, but pregnant wife. she's pregnant. She's pregnant, bro. You know how it is, man. This is it, like, I loved it. I love You could start lying too. be like, Dude, my mistress. <sighs> yeah, she's pregnant. She's expecting. Yeah, you know, I gotta is. go. But, but bringing it back. Um, I think I, I speak for all of us when I say absolutely, absolutely believe in you. Um, I need you. I need more of your books. Obviously, I was a huge fan of The Illusion Witch. Uh, if you're listening, um, that book can be found pretty much anywhere you comic book. Um, I, I The only comic book stores I haven't seen it in is because they sold out. Um, so, Word. again, you know, make sure you're going, Adam. That's your homework assignment. Dude, absolutely, man. Um, and and read it. Um, I'm, but looking yeah. at, I'm looking at photographs right now. There you go. Um, so that's, Ruben, thank that's Pornhub. <laughs> that's the wrong wrong. You can find it on there too. Don't worry. Different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is I you told know, you I'm not a great marketer, but I I you know oh yeah, I but people be like, what's the deal with Pornhub? Kidding, that's genius. What is this a reference to? The illusion bitch. And then yeah. they're oh, like, snap. oh, and then they, they're like, oh, it's from a comic and inspired by Ruben Romero's work. Yeah. Casey Bowker. And then, you exactly. know, that's exactly. where they find you. All right. Well, 
Ruben, as always, thank you. Um, when we come back, all four of us are going to get down and dirty with everybody's favorite part of the show. Fuck you. Serenity. No. That you was suck. weird. All right. You're a piece of shit. You know stop, that? Stop, stop, stop. Shut up. Clap. Serenity now. From the far reaches of the galaxy to an internet location near you, we're Don'tForgetATowel.com, your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. So as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe, and don't forget a towel. That was terrible. I got a lot of problems with you people. <laughs> no. You're going to hear about it. As always, thank you so much, Frank. We love you and we miss you. Um, everybody's favorite part of the show, Fuck You, where we call out a person, place, or thing um, that just really, really pisses us off. Uh, not just like a pet peeve, but a homicidal rage um, that you have inside of you. And we all like to tell a little story. Um, it could be I, a pet peeve, too. Anything who, just, you, just, you just need to say it. Just say it. Who, you know? Yeah. Who wants to go first? Uh, crickets if, dude all right i'll, I'll go, go first okay i'll go first okay fuck you crickets i thought of this recently um but it's something that had to me happened to me a long time ago um we're talking 25 years ago maybe i'm just guessing yeah 24 years ago it had to be 99 2000 somewhere in there um this is a heck of a grudge it, it, it really is yeah. it, it sort of hit me ruben i was thinking about it recently like man fuck that guy Fuck that guy. Um, I was my first job was at Staples and I, I worked there the summer before my senior year and into my senior year. And during my senior year of high school, you know, that's when you start visiting colleges. Yep. Right. So I had a friend of mine whose brother was involved in the Friends World program, and that was run through the University of Long Island. And at the they've I just looked it up. They recently changed it to the Long Island University of Brooklyn that does does the Friend World program. But at the time, it was ran out of the actual Long Island University. Um, and so my my friend's brother was a part of it, and they were like, "Listen, we're having a graduation ceremony," and so his whole family was going out there to Long Island to see it. And they said, "Why don't you? Why don't since you're interested in the program, why don't you come with us?" You'll see the college. You'll see people talk about it, et cetera. You'll see what it's all about. Which, by the way, is a program where half of the year, each year, so one semester per year, you're actually in fucking the rainforest of Peru. You're in Guatemala. You're in France. You're, you're in Russia. You're all over the world doing random projects that you're working on, whether it be with the communities, locals. I, I don't really remember, but... I thought it'd be an amazing experience. I wanted to see what it was all about. I was working at Staples, a retail center that sells fucking office supplies. And Staples. they were doing a yearly audit. Mm. On the where they had, they had to have all the shit on the shelves. It had to be counted correctly. Yeah. They wanted to make mm. sure it was perfect. Mm -hmm. Inventory. It's an inventory audit, right? Every <laughs> retailer's done this. Uh, show of hands, you guys, have you ever worked retail before? Yes. No. 
oh, ruins <laughs> Fuck that. No. This is why, Dan. Oh, this is why I don't work retail. Uh, so they're like, no, you can't have off for that. You can't leave. We need you here. This is an all hands on deck situation. And I kind of rolled my eyes like, really? Like, I'm trying to see a college I might go to. Like, this is a this is a huge opportunity for me. Yeah. And they're like, if you decide to go to that, then you're essentially putting in your resignation. Wait. It's a fucking kid's job. And that's exactly what I did. I said, okay, bye. Yeah. And and so my fuck you was to Ooh. the audacity of that particular manager, man. Fuck you, Carl. Fuck yeah. you, dude. Who the fuck do you think you were? I was a kid. I had an opportunity to see a college and you're going to fucking dangle my job in my face? Go fuck yourself and your shitty fucking $25,000 a year salary back then. You probably got fired. He's probably fired. Eat a dick, you fucking cocksucker. Oh, my God. I hate him. I hate that he and the other managers were cool with fucking letting me go just because I wanted to go see a college when they wanted to do an inventory. I've shopped at stores while they had their inventory audited. It's not a big goddamn deal. It's not a, it's not a big deal. I've, I've been mistaken a- employees. I've mistaken the, the auditor employees, the people that work for the auditing system. Yeah. Four employees of the store. Oh, do you know where X, Y, and Z is? And like, no, we're just count. We're just the auditors. Like, it's no big deal. Yeah. Why do you even need staff? I. You walk into a Walmart now. There's six people that work there. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, Carl. Yeah, fuck Carl. All right, fuck I'm done. And there's that so was many visceral. Carls. Fucking Carl, man. That um, was so many Carls. There's so many right. Carls right now. I'll. Is, I'll go. I'll go. Okay. Are you uh, sure? Because usually mine's pretty bad. All right. Well, and then we got to build up to better ones. All right. Go ahead, Adam. I mean, if I guess you're saying right. you want to go next. So go ahead. No, it's mainly because I know you guys already always have good ones. Like that oh, one was on. very visceral. All right. So, um, um, okay. So I'm working at, I'm working at the YMCA, right? And I'm dating this broad, right? We're about two years into our relationship, right? And I kind of, I, I was thinking about this today and I really felt a real fuck you to it. So, you know, we start work. We have a split shift. We get up at like you know. We start at like six in the morning. Works like. Why eight. are you from Brooklyn? Yeah, I don't understand the accent. I don't, what, what happened? What fucking accent? Fuck you. What? Okay. Go fuck I mean, your mother. Name of the show. So right. you know what? Forget about it. It's just you now for making Forget fun of my fucking it. talk. <laughs> right. It's how I learned to express myself by elucidating the situation with a type of voice. Okay. It just okay. happens. Okay. Anyway. So. So oh, then we, Jesus so then, so then after work, and then yeah, later in the afternoon, we do a three out, we do a, a split shift in the afternoon, so that we have time in between in the day. So I, I miss that. I miss that shift so much. I don't, because in the middle of the day, I would take a nap and I feel useless. Are you talking Anyways. about K E? What? K E. Her initials. No, I was never oh. dating someone named K E. Okay. Can we let's okay. take that off the air, please? Anyway, continue. yeah. So. So anyways, so she knows this and she's like, she calls me now. I'm, I'm feeling really like I need to get some physical activity because, you know, me, when it comes to physical activity, I am not exactly it, it wasn't my first love. You know, actually, when I started working at the wise, when I started doing things better for myself and started enjoying being physical and started getting healthier. Um, but it's what's really important to me. So I know when I need to work out or just get the metabolism going. I know it's like, it's like a call. It's like, it's like the bat signal. I got to go do it. 
Mm-hmm. And I wasn't trying to be cute and tie in the comic book thing, but it's one of those things where it's just like, okay. So she calls me and she's like, she's like, Hey, what are you doing after work? And I was like, Oh no. Or after this morning shift, I was like, oh, nothing. She's like, well, you know, do you want to come over? Cause I really want to fuck you right now. And I just said to her, keep in mind, she's got great metabolism, smokes, drinks like a fiend, never had to do a workout in her life. And I was like, you know, I really want to go to the gym first just because I need to, you know, I need to do something, something yeah. physical. And, you know, you could say that's sex, but like it's a totally different set of muscles that you're working, you know? And so I said that. She's like, okay. And then I'm like, I'll show up afterwards. I'm all right. And then I go over there. Mm-hmm. And after I work out, oh, I'm feeling good. Really I'm ready to go. Endorphins, man. Endorphins. Oh, yeah. And she was like, cold shouldered me. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, so fuck you, anybody who thinks that someone else is and this is a person who would like you know if they felt it's like tummy ache or had to take a shit they'd take an entire night off yeah i can't go to the movie i gotta take a shit you know that type of yeah, thing yeah, yeah. but like fuck anybody and fuck her in particular we're friends but fuck her for anybody yeah. who 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 well, you didn't delegitimizes i didn't <laughs> you at that did time. but anybody who delegitimizes how a person physically feels because for their own selfish reasons there you go i'm with you there buddy i'm with you all right so and that took and then that made me feel under pressure in the future too where it was all like well i don't feel good but she might get mad at me you know so eh. right so so fuck well and so do you ever plan on being married (laughs) (laughs) um well then i that's a that's free access never having sex again right isn't it yeah is that where you're going yeah, okay. Your yeah. entire life decisions are based on whether or not your significant other will be mad at you. So, oh yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah, pretty well, much. well, it's not in the plans right now. You're gonna tell I, us who that was off air, but moving on, Ruben, do sure. you fuck you? Yeah, man. I mean, keeping in theme of what we discussed today, I think you know, there's. Yeah, I would, I would, uh, it would be like a tragedy if I didn't come on and just say fuck you. To every fucking studio and every <laughs> fucking streamer yeah, man. and every fucking executive producer who doesn't fucking write a single word, who doesn't shoot a single fucking frame, but walks away with millions of dollars in profits and can sit there and say that they're going to replace me with Chat mm-hmm. GPT to write mm-hmm. their movies. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck these streamers Fuck who don't give us their numbers. Who don't tell us Pointless. how successful or unsuccessful mm-hmm. a show is? Yep. Who, who, who will pay a writer the same thing to write an eight-episode miniseries or a twenty-two-episode season one? Like fuck you! It's not the same amount of work. You can't fucking treat us like a bunch of fucking monkeys who fucking sit there with four people write 22, 25, 28 episodes. That's fucking ridiculous. We need better working environments. We need larger writer rooms. We need fucking job security, and you need to pay us. What, what 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 we're worth because at the end of the day there's motherfuckers who are writing the shows that are making these people millions and millions of dollars and we're living check to check and that shit ain't right like it's just not right and so i think you know fuck the studios and fuck the streamers uh until they fucking pay us because at the end of the day it's it's what is right it's what needs to be done and what should be done and until they do that then fuck them they can you know they can go fuck themselves yeah. unite yes 
No, I, I wish absolutely. I wish I was in LA. I wish I was in LA. Like I wish I was there because I would like I would probably ri- I would lose my nine to five because I'd be out there striking and people would be like, well, you're not even in the WGA. But it's not about that. It's 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 yeah. it's about standing with the writers who are laying the groundwork and the framework for me to come in and have a, a stable job and have a stable check to be able to feed my family and create a legacy. Yeah, man. Yeah, there's no fucking job security. Put on man. the table you know, in the warehouse. Yeah. You know, yeah, no, no, there is. I mean, that's what the WGA is. Yeah, it's, it's a, a union. union. It's yep. a union, like any other. You know what I'm saying? That's so why they're striking. Of, right, exactly. The union. So, and that's why you have actors probably that are going to start striking this, you know, this week coming up. Um, so yes, we're all standing in solidarity. But yeah, I do wish I lived in LA because I would, I would definitely be there because it's, it's what, which, which, what we all should be doing is really standing behind the people we consume this work on a daily basis. Like, you know, like week in, week out. Yeah, motherfuckers, you may you may take a little break from Netflix here and there, but then you'll sit there and you'll binge a fucking show. You know what I'm saying? And that show was written by somebody, you yeah. know? So I, I, at the end of the day, motherfuckers need to get paid and they need to know that they're going to have a job tomorrow because they can write to season one. There's fucking 15 writers in that writer's room and that season one blows up and they make millions of dollars. And then the first thing they do to have more profits is slash that writer's room in half. Mm-hmm. And that shit ain't fair, man. That shit ain't fair. So, fuck them. Here, here, brother. Absolutely, dude. I absolutely agree. And selfishly speaking, too, we're about to miss out on like a lot of great movies and TV because shit just, they're not, they stopped. And then people that are in solidarity with the writers have just stopped shooting. Um, And there have been large production companies that are like, if you guys walk off, you know, we're done. And they walked off anyway. And they're so not what you're, what you're saying is the TV and start reading yeah. some comics. So that's right. what I'm doing. There you go. We're temporarily not gonna have to. Oh man, what we never mind. Temporarily, we're not gonna have entertainment streaming injecting into our eyeballs. For yeah, with, oh, with, this, with this writing strike and writer yeah. strike, it just it's it's it sucks for us too. But it's not the writer's fault. Is my point. It's the mm. fault of. The production companies, the the these fucking yeah. fat cats that are just oh, yeah. treating them like commodities, and well, we're missing out a lot of great storytelling. And that's and Bill's, Bill what? Solomon, who co-wrote um, with a co-creator of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, recently came out saying that he wrote the script for Men in Black, and he hasn't like seen like much of a thin dime of the profits of that very successful movie from nineteen ninety what seven or whatever. Well, because he probably wrote it. Because he probably wrote it. Let's look at this. Let's look. Let's look at the writers, right? Because this is another thing that Hollywood loves to fucking do, right? Which they'll come to me and Casey and say, "Write the next Transformers movie," and then we'll go write the Transformers movie, and we'll give them a fucking great script. But then they'll say, "Mm, "We need it to be punched up," and then they'll go and they'll fucking get somebody else, and then nobody will know that me and Casey ever wrote that script. Yeah, how many writers were involved? Right. So it's like it's it's one of those things where it's like it's it's sad. It's sad the way the abuse that happens, and people just they don't consider it. Yeah, yeah, they don't know. Just they just see what's on the screen, and they don't know. know He gets he's got credit. He's got it's 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 him and Lowell Cunningham, which is the creator of the comic. So right, right. So you know, and him and Solomon. So, but at the end of the day. What was their deal? You know? Right. Like, there's a WGA script fee, right? And and that's where it kind of ends. There's no royalties. There's no back end. Can you negotiate for that? Sure. But you got to be a fucking boss. You better be fucking Sorkin. 
You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like yeah. you got to reach that level where you can call your own shots. But when you're me and you yeah. go in there, you write the you write the script for the WGA minimum and that movie goes out and makes 200 fucking million dollars. I'm not seeing an extra penny of that. Now, will the studio come and hey, hey, let's let's do the sequel? Sure, but uh, you know, and then at that point, you can me and negotiate. my agent, can we play negotiate? You know, can we play negotiate? Or can they say, fuck you, we'll just go out and get the next you to write the sequel? Yeah. You know, what yeah. I'm yeah. You know so it is what it is. Like, you got to you gotta kind of, na you know, navigate that world. In our daily lives, it all comes down to, to those, those relationships and those interactions, whether we're punching the clock or we're trying to do something bigger. It's just one of those things where we all got to, each like my dad said we all gotta eat shit sometimes and like it because that's life but in the long run it shouldn't be forever it shouldn't be a perpetual thing and that's yeah. what i'm saying fuck you to the studios because right. at the end of the day like pay us pay us you make millions upon millions yeah. upon millions you can pay us you can exactly pay us. they have the means billions you have the means they make billions you have the means you have yeah, the they, means you have they the absolutely means. have the means absolutely well thank you ruben um I mean, yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I'm going to finish this out. And that's, I know, I know it sucks. You're the Wegmans. finisher. Finish on our chest. I've, no, it's not Wegmans this time. Ah! Um, Making bets. Although I dice. did, I have to say this, only at oh. my local Wegmans. Only at my local Wegmans will. <laughs> Speaking I, of opening I, Pandora's box, continue. I, a, young, a young woman who is, who's severely special needs just openly fucking masturbating in the uh in the Wegmans that's right near my house. That's that's great. <laughs> it's just like I'm pushing my cart and I'm just like I I just okay. But like she was in there like DJ Scribbles, like two, she was aggressive hands. with it. Two hands. Oh, two hands. She was yeah. she she had the as, two turntables and mom, a microphone. As and mom like, was screaming, style. as mom was screaming, come here now and stop that's it. Where come here at. now. The poor mom. Well, that's I felt she, so well, bad. Don't well, wait the wrong a, use wait of a word. Second. Don't say. Come. Wait a second. She was telling her to come there now. Oh yeah, yeah. She, Oh, she was. She was encouraging her. She was encouraging okay. her. Rock. We yeah. still what, what you saw. Semantics. What you saw was a bonding moment oh, between God. mother and daughter. You <laughs> <laughs> was trying to teach her a new. She was trying to teach her a new trick, and she was like, "Come here now. Come here now." And the, the girl was just like. And here, you were, like, here you were, here you were, shaming them. You know? uh, just, uh, just, man, you call it. yourself woke, but you're as dead as Abraham Lincoln you behind those eyes. Shaming in a way. Listen, listen, you're, you're okay. Shaming. I move. You're, let's let's move on back to my. You don't like fuck you. You don't like goat cheese. Oh god. Uh, <laughs> wow. So, um. Uh, um <laughs> No, uh, it's funny. It was in the international cheeses section. Oh God, yeah. Anyways, go ahead. It wasn't man. too far from there, but anyway. Um, so <laughs> it was very distracting. There's a fuck trying, you in here. I was trying to boot my stuff. I'm just like, what is happening? Anyway, <laughs> um, too many jokes here. So, so my fuck you is so I'm in a a forced social situation, but it's a typical forced social situation that um, you know, you don't mind. Let's just say I don't I don't want to get much more um detailed than that. Good. The pub the so public I'm, are we still talking about the public masturbation or no, we're moving on. Oh, we've moved we're on. We're moving on. Okay. So okay. So a, you got I'm invited to a forced... party you didn't want to go to. Well, I don't mind it. Not that I didn't want to go to, but like was this Dan's kids' party? It was no, not. I was just gonna no, no, say no. that. <laughs> it was not. So anyway, I 
I meet a woman for the first time, her and her husband, and they seem like nice enough people, right? And they're older, you know, they're older mm-hmm. folks. I don't know them. I've yeah, never, okay. never met them before in my life. Okay. And the the woman asked, you know, in a typical social situation, she asked myself and my wife what we do for a living. And we we said, you know, we we talked about what we did. And, you know, just again, very it was normal, normal conversation, you know, when you're first meeting someone. And then my wife, you know, peppered in that we work from home, the both of us work from home and how it affords so many great things to us. And it does. It's it's a great thing for us. Um, Afternoon delights. Yeah. I mean, we're both home together at the Uh, same time. She's got her own, but she's got her own area. I've got my own area. So like we're not in each other's areas all day. Um, I pretty much stay in my office, which is right here, <laughs> and she's got her office upstairs. Um, so anyway, um, we kind she kind of peppered that in, and this woman got like really sour about it, mm. but like weirdly, and she kept like mm-hmm. bringing up how like, well, I don't really believe in the work from home. I think it's important believe to have it, people right? together. I think that I think, that, cu- I think that customer service has gone down so far. <laughs> since work from home and these people they're just getting lazy and you know i'm calling places and i'm hearing a dog bark in the background um you know and that she's saying all this stuff i'm like okay but she kept like railing on it she kept like like oddly like i just met you bitch like i don't like why is this such a sticking point so i'm me i'm in a i'm in a forced situation where i'm forced to i can't like unleash full full rocco which is awful. I've, you know, I, I say awful things sometimes, but I'm in a situation where I can't do that. I can't. It's true. This podcast is only 75% Rocco. It's not oh, even the full thing. It's not even the full. I'm not, I'm at a seven right now. I, I'm not even a near a 10. But anyway, so I'm just like, mm, I'm like holding my tongue on a lot of things, but I'm like trying to be positive and I'm trying to like be educated. I'm like, it's really afforded me a lot more time with my kids. Yeah, but like, you know, uh, you, you get to see them still every night even if you go to the office. So, like, I'm trying to understand why she's railing so hard, right? So mm-hmm. then I go, I ask the big question. I just, I kind of got a light bulb, and I go, oh, what do you do? What do you do for a yeah. living? She looks at me, I shit you not, and goes, oh, I'm retired 10 years now. Okay. Why what do the- you have an opinion at all and what bothers me the most is this person has the right to vote. So they are voting for something that doesn't even affect them. I'm not saying work from home is yeah. up on the vote, but what I'm saying is other things that we're voting for that may not affect you at all, but you have some weird, strong bias about yeah. that doesn't affect you whatsoever. Uh-huh. That yeah. zealotry again, man. Totally put me in the whole like the I bet she votes against gay marriage. Which doesn't affect her in mm. the slightest. The slightest, mm. no. And and no. that's what I'm. That's my point. And that's all of that hit me like a brick to the head when she you know. said, "Oh, I'm retired ten years." <laughs> right. All you like, had to say is like, "I can never do that." And then and I said, "Like, I don't then, believe in it." Like, oh man, on. I can never do that. But I'd awesome. be like, but, I, I would have. Yeah, I just put up in like, "Oh, I re- you retired? Oh man, that's that's." I mean, crazy. I can never. I can never fuck another dude, but. I, I hey, remember I just fun, went, my friend. All I could think of to respond was stop saying never, Adam. I was like, I was literally just going <laughs> like when she told me that she was retired, like I couldn't even 
like put together words. And the yeah. fact of the matter is, is like we had changed the subject multiple times at that point, And she kept bringing it out. She kept like bringing it up, you know, with work from home. I really think that it's just not the way that you do business. I think. It sounds like a Seinfeld episode. Like it and, could be. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, right. No, that's our lives sound like Seinfeld episodes, dude. And I'm, I'm like, everyone in Rock was fuck you sounds like a Seinfeld episode. I'm gonna be I'm honest. Like, it's really strange, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I'm just like, what is happening here, right? So then we're like talking, and she goes on to, well, you understand that the work from home was oh during COVID. Biden wanted to make sure that we were Biden. all separated. And that oh, we, okay. we couldn't congregate. We were all secluded to our own homes okay. because yeah. to separate us. So I couldn't help but say out loud, Biden was not president during co- the like COVID when the work from home stuff happened. Yep. So I think it's, and I kept going. I said, yep. so I think it's kind of amazing that he was able to do that while not even being president. <laughs> I think that that's crazy. That's a testament to his power, really. Yeah. And she just looked at me, yeah, worth and it. Didn't say a word the rest of the whole time we were there. So I'm she, proud of she you. She knocked I'm on the door and she got Rocco. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm very proud of you, man. Like, you know, we make fun of each other and all that, and be like, "Oh, only Rocco," but more power to you, man. Well, that's thank you. That's thank awesome. You. But like, fuck you to these people. Yeah. Like, shut up. Doesn't even affect you, man. Don't. It, ugh. I am. I'm sorry, but every time this shit happens, I go more and more for my island idea, where we put all <laughs> the old people. We take away the old people's right to vote. If you're above the age of seventy, you no longer have the right to vote. However, you'd never have to pay taxes ever again, and you're gonna move to a resort where all of your needs will be taken care of, and you can fly in family anytime you want to. Fuck, if you raise my taxes so they can have that, I would gladly raise my taxes. <laughs> raise For real, man. I'll them. take that over universal health care, bro, like any day. Yeah. Why? Because we're going to vote that shit in anyway. Exactly. So really, so really, like, just, 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 like, it just, it's, it's ridiculous. No, man, I, I would be, I would be so happy. Plan. I would be so happy as an old person. I'd be like, I don't have to pay taxes anymore. I don't give a fuck about voting. I'm going to die you, soon. Can you have that as an option? Because my dad turned 70 this year, and I really... I really like him. He's my dad. No, I yeah. mean, you could still like him. Some of them are cool. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to go 50 miles to go visit him on the island. But, I mean, like, I don't it's know. Does the island, does the island He's got his like, woodworking station right here. You know? he, and he can have one there. Adam? Uh, but it's not his. I would it's almost like it's decision. crafted by AI. I would pay it. For, I would pay We're for him to have that. Bring it back. Bring it back. Oh, these no, people just... like it because an algorithm told me that they like this island. Yes, yeah. exactly. But that's my idea. And fuck you to that lady. And, and fuck you to yes. to people that can't progress. And with that being said, Ruben, thank you so fucking much for being here. Really appreciate yes, that. Nice man. to meet you, brother. Thank you so much. Ruben. Is there, now, is there anything going on in the next, let's say, month that you want to plug specifically? Um... Or or further I mean, or further out from a month, obviously. Uh, I mean, you know, just these things live on the internet forever. You know, just come mm-hmm. come follow me on Instagram, Ruben the Writer. Um, I'm on Threads. I know it's nice. so hip. It's so uh, hip. I don't know what the hell that is. We're leaving Facebook's it's Twitter. Twitter. It's Facebook's Twitter or or Meta's Twitter. Oh, okay. Um, 
and uh you know uh, yeah i mean we we've got we're gonna do don't talk to the dead too and we're gonna do astral witch too so if you like you know boobies and sex in your comics <laughs> well nah. come come read astral witch and um i will take you on a fun mature superhero kind of raunchy journey um and if you like you know coming of age horror stories like you know it and the gate and stuff like that well then come check out don't talk to the dead and i've got some stuff that's that you know me and casey have some big news that's coming soon hopefully we'll be able to share with people just depending on what they allow us to say and not say um so that's you know keep keep your eyes and ears you know tuned for that and uh which you know we'll talk about it on social media but yeah come look for me ruben the writer or ruben romero on facebook and there's there's a lot of stuff coming just you know it's it's wait and see right now, but definitely more Don't Talk to the Dead and Astral Witch coming very soon. Awesome. Hell yeah, dude. E- e- awesome. Awesome. I love it. You all heard that. Make sure you're following. Make sure you're supporting. Always support any any indie artist. Any artist. Always just support. Just, support. support. just support. That's it. Just do it, you fucking assholes. Fucking God pieces of shit. Well, uh, guys, what do you think? You think uh, we can call it a night? Maybe we should yeah. call it two nights. <laughs> Ooh, call it two nights. I like that. Well, stay tuned after the show for a 30-second clip of my buddy's band, Seditions. That's LJ. Party on, Wayne. Critical Mass is written and produced by Dan and Rocco. Recorded with Zoom. All music by Pine Grove and Adam Donnelly. All special effects were done in-house. No stunts were performed without the supervision of adults. And almost no animals were harmed in the making of the show. If you like this show, please leave a review and share with a friend. They come from what? Our guest, LJ's band, Seditions, that's their first single. You can find it on YouTube, or really, I would say YouTube is going to be your best bet. Um, Check them out. It's Seditions, and they play at Water Street Music Hall in Rochester, New York, on August 4th. Um, get Google to get tickets. I made a move on a lady. Just, can I tell you how it happens? 